Sinead Connery, you're very welcome. Hi, Pat. How are you? Thank you very much for having me. Not at all. You're you're uh, involved with uh, Kilkenny uh, Kilkenny Hockey Club for many a year. I am. I'm very, very lucky to say I'm one of the members of Kilkenny Hockey Club. We have a thriving club for both men, women and junior kids section as well. We have two men's teams, two adult men's teams and we have three adult women's teams and over 400 kids playing in our junior section. So a really thriving club in a very uh, GA county. So we're lucky. Yeah. And uh, you've been very successful men and women uh, winning leagues and cups and things over the last uh, three or four years that we're here anyway. <laughs> yeah, we have been very successful in fairness. We put um, we, Again, we're lucky we've a a brilliant committee really driving the club at, at the minute and our ladies section have been hugely successful they've actually our ladies first team have just been promoted into the EY2 league so one of the top leagues in the whole country which is the first time in the history of our club so a massive achievement for like a small rural town outside Dublin where hockey be really dominant so we're absolutely chuffed our ladies twos did brilliant in their league they managed to win their league and our ladies threes also did exceptionally well in theirs, winning too. So our ladies' teams are really, really thriving. The men are very, very competitive in both their leagues as well. And uh, our junior section, our under-16s are, are winning all around them too. So lots of glory at the minute for the Kenny Hockey Club. Yeah, and uh, you had a, a few women on the um, provincial team, uh, which won the interprovincial. We did, yeah. We were very lucky. We had five girls from the club representing Kilkenny on the interprovincial team. The interprovincial team is called Leinster South. And for the first time ever as well, we've had a lot of firsts, they managed to win the, the Interpros, the Masters Interpros. So a huge achievement for Niece Brat O'Shea, Linda Caulfield, a, a Wexford woman who we've um, taken under our wing, uh, Kira Clark, Nessa Farrell and myself. So a fabulous weekend up in this Nagarvey Hockey Club up in Belfast. And to win it was really the icing on the cake and something we've never managed to do before. So huge, huge, like, positives for hockey in Kilkenny at the minute. Right, so the women's team are reaching a level they've never reached before. Uh, who will you be rubbing shoulders with? Uh, who will you be playing against? So we're going to be rubbing shoulders with some of the top teams in the country. A lot of Dublin-based teams like Avoca and Muckris, teams up in Belfast, Cork and Limerick. So... While we'll be rubbing shoulders, we'll also be doing a lot of driving. It's going to be very demanding. Our our league already kind of it encourages us to travel every Saturday to Dublin. Now we're going to be travelling the length and breadth of the country every weekend. And on our team, we actually have a lot of women who have children, three and four kids. So it's a huge task and a huge demand. But we're also committed to the cause and absolutely love the sport that we're willing to do it so we're going to be rubbing shoulders and, and travelling the country with all the top teams around, around the whole island and uh, of course you'll need a bit of money for that so I'm sure there'll be a bit of fundraising and things going on how are you fixed <laughs> 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 um, yeah definitely we, we're very lucky we've some very good sponsors on board we have Sullivan's Tap Room um, Pat Tarles Pub we have Taxback um, and we have MGM construction involved, but we're always looking for, for anyone else to, to get involved and we can promote it through our social media platforms. But it, like our club is very expensive to run with huge pitch rental fees and like Leinster fees. So our, our fees, our outgoings are massive every year. So we're always looking to fundraise or get sponsors on board. We're 
always on the lookout. Uh, Sinead, you've played at the highest level. I mean, you've played international. I have, yeah. <laughs> Good years ago. But yeah, I've been very lucky to, to get to play international hockey. It meant it gave me access to travelling the world. Like we got to play in tournaments all over the world, which was a huge honour. But also, you made friends for life as well. I have to say some of the girls I've met through sport in general, whether that's hockey or camogie, are some of my closest friends. So it's, it, I just, I'm such an advocate for sport and especially sport for women because we have a huge drop-off rate with young girls around the age of 16. So I just think it's so important. And I've, I've had the honour to, to be able to play for my country and I just see the benefits of sport mentally, physically, socially. And Ireland doing so well there in the in the World Cup in, in 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 women's hockey. That must have been a great shot in the arm, as they say. It was absolutely super to see our tiny little nation do so well in any sport, but to do well in hockey was just for us involved in the hockey the hockey world it was just amazing. And like it was actually funny, you know, going to local clubs around Kilkenny and they were actually turning on the hockey and. Some of the games were incredibly exciting, and you know, a lot of the games. I don't know if you remember, but went to shootouts. Yeah, that's right. I remember sitting in the left bank in Kilkenny, and they had on the game, and there was people just randomly watching the game and actually really getting behind the ladies' team. So much so, even I went to the uh, the Pope arrived in Ireland that year, and I met a woman just randomly at us, and she was saying two of the best things that happened this year with the Irish women's hockey team and the Pope coming to Ireland. So it just it just shows we're a real nation of sport. And we love getting behind a successful team. And thankfully, the, the women were able to do it that year. Incredible achievement. Because they were playing against all professional. Like the Dutch women's team are a professional setup. So, do you know, it's, it was just an incredible achievement. Mm. And how did you get involved in hockey? How did I get involved? Um, I suppose Loretta and Kilkenny is where it all stems. We... I'm one of six children and my sisters had all gone there before me and had all we're just we're a sports mad family both my parents are mad about sports and my mother was a PE teacher so it was just something that there was we were just always sent outside pucking around with a ball and a, a hurl or whatever so we went into secondary school we were exposed to hockey under Jackie Morgan um, and that's just kind of where it stems and to be honest I just love sport and I love playing so I was playing absolutely every sport that was available in the rest of Kenny and that school is just incredible with what it did to offer its young students there so that's where it started under Jackie Morgan Jackie Morgan was infectious wasn't she her enthusiasm <laughs> her enthusiasm and she always gave me some of the best advice just give and go and she was right to simple but it was effective <laughs> yeah and uh, you know you played camogie as well uh, you would have played with Freshford in that wouldn't you I did. I was very lucky again, Pat, to be involved with a very successful camogie team. We won three All-Irelands in a row, back-to-back, Yeah. Um, under Adrian Finan, who was a phenomenal coach and also managed to coach um, the Village Hurling team. I'd say it's probably a, a unique record he holds. He trains both the Village Hurling team and the Freshford Senior Camogie team to Senior Club All-Irelands in the same year. Right. So a phenomenal achievement under Adrian Finan. Mm. But yeah, he was a phenomenal coach and fresher camogie team where it was just to be surrounded by such inspiring women like they really, we trained hard, we worked hard and we had great fun. Yeah, yeah. And uh, had you to pick one over the other then in the finish? Because you, um, know, you were playing uh, high level in both now and, and that was kind of in, the, you know, in your prime. 
Yeah, true. It, look, it did always cause a little bit of hassle at the time. Um, I remember the year we won our first Camogie All-Ireland, I was actually living over in Cardiff, and I used to fly over and back. Um, <laughs> very expensive for my parents at the time, but over and back every single weekend for training. Um, but it was just, we just did it, and we got on with it. In terms of the two sports clashing, I always just tried to pick them the more important game on that particular day right. and always asked I was very open and honest always with my coaches just to make sure they communicated and like they both they always knew I loved both sports equally so it was really important that coaches and I even see that now when you have kids playing multiple sports the adults involved have to communicate and have to communicate fairly to allow the children play as, as many sports as they can when they're young and just like pick the bigger the bigger game on the day was, mm. was how I always approached it and it worked out as fairly as I could for, for my sporting career anyway so far Did you ever get to play much with your sisters on the on teams? Do you know what I've been very lucky myself and my younger sister Anya we've played on many teams together we've played on the, the Freshers Senior Camogie team winning those three All-Irelands and then it was myself my older sister Fiona and Andoni, the three of us were very lucky. We played with Hermes Hockey Club in Dublin, where we actually, the three of us, lined out in the pitch and we won a Europeans over in Switzerland together. So that was really a special moment for us as a family to be able to do that. Mm. I think this look could be uh, maybe uh, uh, attached to some ability as well. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what it was? I think it was just the attitude in our house was go out and poke a ball against the wall to stay out of trouble. <laughs> and uh, we used to be told go out and poke the ball a hundred times on our left and then we'd come back in and nine our parents again and they'd send us back out and say now a hundred times on your right. right yeah. I think it was just to keep us out of the house. That was the, the key to their parenting. Of course, you have the very famous uncle as well. God be good to him. Down oh, in Cork. God, yeah, I do. Yeah, my uncle Eamon Ryan. Yeah, he's mm. look a phenomenal coach, and what he's achieved in his in his time as the Cork Ladies Football Manager, it's unheard of. Like ten All Irelands in eleven years. Yeah. Um, they were an absolutely phenomenal setup, and yeah, I'm very lucky to say he was my uncle. Yeah, and um, how did you find, uh, we say, you know, you're playing camogie, you know, the ball would be in a little bit of a, a huddle, you draw a kick on it and off you go, but if it hit the foot in, 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 in hockey, well then, <laughs> there was a free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? I think it actually helps my camogie career because it just meant footwork. In hockey, footwork is so important. So we do a lot of ladder work, a lot of the quick feet work. Now, I don't know how quick I am now at this stage of my life, but it definitely is something, it's a skill that was transferable across into my camogie career because being able to get out of those sticky situations with quick feet definitely helps um, when you see a hurl coming swinging at you. Um, I tell you, I was, always, I was always quick on my toes then. Although I'd say a lot of people are played against it, I was usually the one swinging the hurl. With, with hockey, your spatial awareness is huge. And it's, it's very like soccer in terms of the movement off the ball. And I actually see it coming way more into the GAA game now as well. You can see movement off the ball, the short pass, and one to creating one-twos all over the pitch. Like, we've been doing that in hockey for 
that's kind of one of the main tactics that we've always kind of been implementing. And now I can see it coming through in the in the camogie or hurling game as well. So, like, the skills are so transferable from one sport to the other, especially when it's a mm. stick and ball sport the other way. Right, yeah. What's uh, the, your situation now, work-wise and family-wise and all the rest? Where are you based? <laughs> so I'm based in um, Kilkenny, living in Kilkenny, and I am teaching down in a gorgeous school down in Motorford, Abbey Community College. There's over a thousand students there. It's a mixed co-ed school. Um, I'm very lucky I've been down there Isn't 12 that years in now. Roo? It's in Sleeve Roo. Well, it's actually Kilkenny, so it's kind of unusual. Our school gates are in County Kilkenny, and the building is in County Waterford. So it's always (laughs) quite entertaining when Kilkenny are lining out against Waterford on any big hurling day. It's great fun. Is that where uh, Tommy Lanigan was? Tommy Lanigan used to get the the, the head of the... the Yeah, yeah, he was was the first principal there, yeah. He was, yeah, Uh, of the the amalgamated school, yeah. That's right, yeah. Back in 2000. Yeah, and he made the crossover, if you like, from, uh, uh, you know, um, we say Kieran's College to, uh, um, um, to um, if you like, a, a national-run uh, college, you know. It was... It was yeah, he yeah. did, in fairness, and he yeah. did a great job as well. It wasn't yeah. easy when a new school is starting off. Yeah, and uh, that, uh, that college is, uh, is going from strength to strength now. <coughs> it is, God. When I started, there was probably about 500 students there at the time. And now we've just a thousand students, so it's a massive school. With um, well, it's also a very interesting school with huge diversity in the school. We held a an international day there recently, an international day of culture, and we had fifty six different nationalities represented that day. And to be honest, it was such a learning day from like going around speaking to the students from all the different countries and the different values and cultures they have in each place was just phenomenal, to be honest, mm. and just even the difference in sports in different countries and in some of them women weren't allowed to play sports and you know things we take for granted here in this wonderful island that we live on yeah and uh, I'm sure you pick up an odd hockey player there <laughs> would you believe we have we've huge talent in our school we've massive sporting talent it's just now to get the facilities to, to match the, the, the talent is the next thing we are still playing hockey on a great pitch in our school um, yes. which isn't that, that's really not the case anymore around the country it's, it's all played in AstroTurf grass I'm not sure if you've seen the AstroTurf pitches but so that's our next thing we should get fundraising for an AstroTurf pitch for Abbey Community College or maybe if any of your listeners want to, to give us a ring and sponsor a new AstroTurf for, for Abbey Community <laughs> College uh, to help the success of sport in Kilkenny This is a good rich hinterland down there a good rich hinterland down around there you're right Pat <laughs> that's for sure um, Sinead uh, just going uh, looking forward to next season now and the step up um, have you will you have a tougher training regime now or what's uh, what? when do you start so we will be starting our season runs from September to April every year we'll be starting back pre-season training at the beginning of August under the guidance of Gavin Burke we are exceptionally lucky he's a phenomenal coach who is so invested in our team um, so our ladies first team with the step up now we'll be stepping back to training on the 1st of August we'll be training we train two nights a week so every Tuesday Thursday and then we have games every single Saturday for the whole season so yeah, it's a big it's a big undertaking. We'll also be kind of getting 
we'll be given more time to video analysis and stuff like that now that we have stepped up a level. So, yeah, we have a busy season ahead. But for maybe any of your listeners who are listening there today, we also have a, a ladies' thirds team, which is a social team. It's very much for, let's say, women who are moving to the county and they might not know anyone and they want to get involved in a team. We have our ladies' thirds, a phenomenal team of young women who just go out and enjoy themselves. And you don't have to give the same time or commitment that, let's say, our ladies' firsts are given at the minute. So yeah, just to make people aware that that is available for people and we're always with open arms welcoming everyone to the club. And I'm sure you have a website. Um, We have a website or you can look us up on social media now on our Instagram page, Kilkenny Hockey Club, and we also have a Facebook page. Just So if you put in Kilkenny Hockey Club, you'll be able to find us there and make contact if anyone would like to get involved. And you're based, uh, where's your base then? So we are actually based, the ladies side of the club and the junior section, we train in Kilkenny College and our men's section, they actually train now in Loretta Kilkenny. Just because the club has gone so big, trying to get pitch time for everybody, we kind of had to to split it slightly. But hopefully in the future we'll be able to get everyone back together again. And both of those schools have been so, you know, so important to the development of hockey in Kilkenny. Hugely. They're two big, massive feeder schools into our club. Um like obviously Loretta Kilkenny to the female side and then Kilkenny College into all aspects of the club. So yeah, they're they're two fantastically competitive hockey schools. And did I see somewhere you celebrated 40 years uh, there recently? Even better, we celebrated 50 50 years. Yeah, Yeah, we had our 50 year anniversary there um, a couple of weeks back on the 11th of May and it was a huge success with 170 people of uh, former, past, present um, pl- players and club members all turned out in their best attire that night and we had great fun. It was a lovely, lovely uh, night celebrating uh, all the success of the club. Yeah, and there's a few founder members still around. There's still a lot of them around and they were all there in the night and we got presented with lovely, um, lovely jerseys of the current team jersey just compared to what they used to wear back in the day. So yeah, it was lovely to have old and new all mixing on that night. Right, so Sinead, you played for Kilkenny as well, didn't you? In the I Camogie. did, yeah, I played yeah. for Kilkenny. I did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did, yeah, back in the day, Pat, that's a long time ago now, but yeah, I did, I was yeah, very lucky. So sir. your international hockey, you're playing at, a, if you like, a fairly top-level club and uh, All-Ireland club titles in Camogie and inter-county standard camogie uh, as well so you have a lot of ribbons to your keep bow. me out of trouble <laughs> keep you out of trouble <laughs> right. yeah keep me out of trouble I'm very grateful to sport I have to say yeah right okay it's, it's just phenomenal listen like. great to talk uh, to you thank you, you very much and, uh, you too take care you're playing in the EY2 league uh, next year yes and, and uh, look all supporters welcome we'd love to see you on the sideline someday cheering us on and stay listen your home games will be in the Loretta is that right or, sorry in so our home games will be in Kilkenny College Kilkenny College yeah. Yeah. every single yeah most Saturdays is it most Saturdays now again the if anyone is listening you yeah. can check on our Insta, our Instagram page the fixtures are always released on that every week so you know what's happening the following weekend yeah and is it generally an afternoon game um, with our games they always have to be played between 12 and 4 because right. of travelling teams yeah, yeah. so whether okay. you're travelling from Belfast or Limerick or whatever so yeah it's always kind of between those times and then we always have tea and sandwiches and everything for our supporters afterwards 
Right. He'd be well fed as well, Pat. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Listen, Sinead, stay in touch and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll watch your progress. Thank you very much for having us. Take care, Pat.